Movie Sucktastic is a podcast about bad movies and the people that love them. But it's more than just a podcast. It's an also an online presence. If you want to know more about Movie Sucktastic or want to become a part of Movie Sucktastic, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter, at Movie Sucktastic. You can find our blog at boothreviews.blogspot.com. Or if you want to give your own reviews that we might use on the show, you can go to reviews.moviesucktastic.com and check out our, our own little lunch.com community for Movie Sucktastic. Check us out and become a part of the show because the only thing more fun than a bad movie is sharing it. How would you like to see the flesh fall away from your body? I owe my life! I never saw a, a spear! Never? No! 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 <laughs> His name is Bodai. What is it? He's a who, not an it. Then who is it? Do you like air? It's not alive. Do you breathe? Where do you come from? Earth, 1,000 years in the future. Out of the heavens comes a mystical and powerful force. It is called Bodai. We're gonna get Bodai. Yes, we are. Unanimous. Go. requires that I take them to my headquarters. Only a lonely one. Are you sure about that? Take a better look. Armed with the power of the magical being Bodai, a young band of rebels is our only hope to conquer the forces of evil that would destroy the planet Earth. The magic the mystery, the adventure, Solar Babies. You're listening to Movie Sucktastic. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Movie Sucktastic. Ah, well, uh, this week we are we are unfortunately <laughs> we are reviewing Solar Babies, 
Now, this is a film that I challenged to Scott. I remembered I, liking whoa, this. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I thought I challenged you. No, 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 no. Yes. I challenge No. You challenged me to Fatal Beauty. I challenged right? you to Solar Babies because James LaGrosse was in Solar Babies. Sure. You don't have a challenge for me now, do you? Of course I do. <laughs> you pull one out of, of your course? ass real quick. <laughs> Please, this movie, there are so many bad movies connected to this film. It's not even six degrees of bad shit. It's like one degree. It's, it's like hello neighbor shit. There's no... <laughs> it's like crappy connect the dots. That's all it is. That, don't pretty, worry about pretty it. much. Pretty much. So, yes, you challenged me to Fatal Beauty. James LaGrosse was in that. I challenged you to Solar Babies because he was in Solar Babies. Oh, I already have your challenge, by the way. So Already have it. <laughs> that quick. That, f- <laughs> that quick. That quick. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Now, I remember, you know, watching this Cinemax. This was a Cinemax special. Um, I remember watching this as a kid, and um, I remembered liking it. I remembered liking it a lot. You poor bastard. And it's really bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah, it's. It was also one of those films that was hard hard to get uh, back then. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It, it was just one of those films that it just seemed everyone had this affliction to. Like they 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 wanted to see it, but they knew. I don't know. They knew it was bad. It, it's just one of those films. Um, and watching it now as as an adult, you really get the idea of just how bad it truly is it's it's uh it's pretty bad it's yeah. fucking horrible <laughs> mm-hmm. so uh anyway um basic plot of the film ragtag teenagers who play this combination of lacrosse and hockey oh uh, you're and- already you're, you're already you're already way ahead of the game here sir you gotta set the set. You gotta set. That's the how the film the even. That's how. That's how it starts. It's a no, it post-apocalyptic it's, future. It, right. It, it, it starts with a voiceover explaining that this is a, a, a post-apocalyptic future where there's no more water. There's like a real dr- a drought. There's like no water left. It's it's right. You know, it's all gone. It's like the it's like the, the apocalypse we're actually looking towards now with climate change, except uh, slightly more entertaining. Slightly more entertaining. And slightly. so we're lightly. We're in a future world where uh, there is no, hardly any water left. There are giant protected cities, supposedly. We never get to see them. And these cities apparently send their children off, uh, orphans off, which I guess are actually kidnapped. I don't know. I'm just a little, a little foggy on that. But they have these uh, government-run orphanages, uh, much like uh, uh, New Gingrich wanted. Hmm. And in, in these orphanages, they... they uh, they indoctrinate the children into, as far as I can tell, hating uh, echo environmental terrorists and uh, liking the roller skate. Pretty much. What right. The so th- happened here. Then we get into the the introduction where uh, these orphans, uh, the the only real pastime they're allowed uh, entertainment is to they usher them into these uh, roller rinks where they skate in circles while they show videos of of guys in uh, motorcycle outfits beating each other with sticks right okay. and then some of them some of them are brave enough to escape the orphanage at night to do clandestine clan, excuse me clandestine clandestine uh, covert secret 
So you use a different word. That's how that works. Secret uh, roller lacrosse matches. That's right. My favorite part of that scene is when um, Dar Star, the scene, the opening scene, where they challenge the other the the team to a to a match, where they say yeah, rules, and then of course that gets a little rough, and he's like, all right, no rules. But uh, <laughs> my favorite scene is it has nothing to do with the game that they were even one, playing. One minute gameplay, it's like, all right, no rules, that's it. So, wow, okay, this guy's all right. <laughs> These guys See, are that fucking was, serious. And that was the good guy. That's the hero. That's, uh, That's Mike, right. Michael. It's Jason Patrick from uh, Michael from Lost Boys. You're eating, You're eating maggots, it. Michael. <laughs> mm-hmm. How are those noodles? <laughs> You're eating worms, Michael. Uh, Darstar, he's on his roller skates. They're not even cool enough for roller blades. They're just using roller skates. And they, didn't he roller- roller bl- they didn't have roller blades back then. Stop it. Roller blades have been around for a while. For a while, yes, but not when this film was made. Yes. Really? Do we need to look it up? I will look it up because I'm right. You're not. I believe yes, rollerblades uh, were introduced in the late 70s, early 80s. Bullshit. Anyway. Bullshit. <laughs> hey, look it up. I'm looking it. Go. Okay. Go. And anyway, um, my favorite scene is when Darstar, he goes. Uh, roller skating, and then he looks over, and a and a fucking owl just flies to his arm. It's just like, really, this is what we're doing. This guy can only communicate with animals. He's, I had a, he's I had, the, what I had. A, I had a beast ma- master flashback immediately. Yeah, right. Roar! Oh. <laughs> oh. I had a beast master flashback with this fucking new mountain diet Mountain Dew commercial that they have. Where he does the same exact thing and then a fucking hawk delivers him a, a fucking diet Dr. Pepper. Have you seen that commercial yet? Which one? It's a diet Dr. Pepper commercial where this this guy who's supposed to be like this rugged, you know, all man guy, he uh he does a bird call where he goes, Grah! and then a fucking hawk delivers him a diet Dr. Pepper. And I, I don't watch TV anymore. No, I, I don't watch it either, but somehow I've managed to catch this commercial 50 times. It's fucking ridiculous. It's a dumb commercial, but you could absolutely tell that they had some influence from film because it's like, this guy does a bird call, fucking Hawk delivers him a Dr. Pepper. Yeah. You know they wanted it to be beer, but they have to do Dr. Pepper. Now, all right. So one of so Rollerblades invented. You, you are right and you are wrong. Let me explain. Okay. Listen, rollerblades were invented. Uh, The company was started like uh, in 1980. Okay. However, for the several years after after the the, they improved upon the rollerblades. Well, actually, they were actually they were started before 1980. In 1980, they improved upon them, and even though they were distributed up till then, uh, it wasn't until several years after 83 when they re-registered them and trademarked them. That they were actually available in the U.S. They were only uh, distributed to Italy and Central Europe. So they uh, okay. they were. So in 1986, when this is made, rollerblades are maybe just starting to appear. But hmm. they're still only widely available in, and even then, limited distribution in Europe. So as far as Americans go, yeah, still doing this. So you're right, but you're wrong. <laughs> uh, I'm not surprised that roller skates are in the film because they were obviously the more popular. I am surprised. All right, here 
I was with my. Well, I'm surprised group. roller skates are in the film. Period. But That's what I'm saying. I, I was with my writing group on Wednesday evening. I said, "Well, you know, tune in. We're doing the Solar Babies." And of course, these are all like twenty, uh, nine, uh, seventeen to like twenty three, twenty four. Jesus and Christ! All, like, if we told them we were doing Total Recall, they'd look at us funny. Well, they're like, "What the <laughs> well, This with Solar Babies, they're allowed because it's not even available on like DVD or anything. So it's really hard to find. I'll actually though, they, you can watch the full version on IMDb. Oh really? Oh, I didn't they have. Know that. I I just discovered it today. They have the full version. I posted it on our Tumblr page. Oh yeah, there it is. is. All ninety four minutes of it. Just moviestastic.tumblr.com. Uh, it's the full movie on IMDb. So, uh, but I was telling them we're doing Solar Babies, and, and they asked, "Well, what's it about?" And never in my life have I had a harder harder time explaining what a film's about. You know, and, I I watched this film yesterday. I ended up staying home, uh, and I watched it and. I'm just halfway through this film. I'm like, what the fuck am I watching? Right. So I, I say, listen, it, well, it's a post-apocalyptic film where there's no water. And this group of kids on roller skates called Solar Babies uh, are uh, protecting this uh, orb uh, from. And I say, well, why are they on yeah, roller Bodai. skates? Yeah, Bodai. Yeah. So, so why, first of all, why, they're, why are they called Solar Babies? So well, I don't know. The, the film actually asks why the hell they're called Solar Babies. <laughs> In the first right. ten minutes, the, uh, the 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 head bad guy whose name I do not recall. Who is oh, the head um, bad? Uh, yeah, what's his face? It's uh, I have it right in front of me. What's yeah? What's his um, face? Uh, Grok. Richard Jordan Grok. plays him. Yeah, what what a what a great name that is. Uh, Grok character turns to uh, to um, Charles Durning, uh, who was slumming it obviously, and says, <laughs> "Why do they call themselves Solar Babies anyway?" And and Charles Durning doesn't even answer him. He's like, well, they never felt the need to be called anything else. So, that's not an answer. Why are they solar babies? Why is this even in the script? Because we could have avoided what is now perceived as lazy screenwriting. Well, I, I don't even know. If, so I, I'm telling them what this film's about, and the first, the first out of the three things that I tell them the film's about, post-apocalypse, roller skates, and solar babies, two right. of those three things I can't explain. I can't explain why they're on roller skates. I can't explain why they're called solar babies. Uh, so automatically, I'm off to a bad start. Now, the 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 only thing I can imagine uh, why they're called solar babies is because they have these lights on their skates. Are they solar powered? And that's how they get the name. I mean, it's never explained, but it's the only oh. thing I can assume that maybe that was said in an original script, and they just never got to it in the film. I possible know. i don't know it's the only thing i can think of is that they're because their skates light up that's that it. yeah but that's that's not it it's probably not but it's not it. it's the only the only answer i could come up with yeah uh now so so they they they're in this orphanage where they escape at night through all these tunnels the kids are on roller skates, and all the tunnels are like paved. And it's like, how do they get out at night? He says, well, probably through those paved tunnels you have leaving the building. Yeah, they're perfectly paved. Maybe you just like <laughs> threw some gravel down, you'd stop them. I, yeah, I don't right, know. right. You know, it's like this shit wasn't carved with a spoon. <laughs> and and appara apparently, one of the renegade teams that keeps sneaking out as well is uh, run by Grok himself. And right. so there's jealousy involved because they keep beating his his uh, his uh, team. And you, you will, if you watch this film, you will, uh, you will tremble at the might of one of the lead bad guys, who is the the evil captain of the evil roller lacrosse team. Yeah, I, I, I think I've had hamsters that are tougher than this guy. 
Ah, it's, he wishes he was the kid from Karate Kid. <laughs> he wishes he was the villain from Legend of Billy Jean. Forget Karate Kid. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> oh, fuck. I, I can see that. Which I rewatched the other day. Still like that movie. Oh, yeah, it's classic. Yeah, it's unavailable uh, now, as well. In the orphanage, the, now, next to the roller rink thing, Mm-hmm. Where, where I'm not even exaggerating, it's just them skating in a circle while they show images of guys in motorcycle helmets beating each other, yeah. uh, with with weird slogans being spoken in the background. And I, I for the life of me, I, I have to go back and like try to write down some of them because it was just the most bizarre, like night, you know, wanting to be like uh, Brave New World, Nin- 1984, 1984 type, type stuff. Sure. Yeah, but the what? worst. Of the, but when they get caught, they get punished for escape from for leaving the orphanage to play roller lacrosse uh which is an infraction he punishes them and they say like all right you, uh you're gonna give us uh 12 cubic meters so what i make it 20 cubic meters it's like okay tw- 20 cubic meters of what and then they give them the shovels and they start shoveling it's like okay that makes sense but they're not measuring it they're just like digging the dirt and throwing it to the side so how do you know when they get the 12 cubic meters Maybe somebody I, periodically comes and measures. Why? 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 Why couldn't they just say dig a hole? Give me six feet. <laughs> because it's, it's it wouldn't future. sound. It wouldn't sound uh, a, yeah. as it, smart it's, as they're trying to be. It's the future, so it has to be cubic meters. Like, how about just like give me six feet? Give me eight feet? Just, uh, or how about when we when we, <laughs> when we uh, reviewed uh, F- uh, Freaky Farley? Uh, just cut me. Uh, dig me a hole four feet by eight feet. Why? There's no reason why. Just do yeah. it. <laughs> but I, it's funny film. you should mention the the comparison to Brave New World in 1984. The film 1984 had only come out two years prior to this. So I think a lot of films in this time period that were uh, set in a post-apocalyptic future, they felt that they had the something that they needed to compare themselves to. So maybe mm-hmm. that's why it's a little, uh, uh, you know towards that side of 1984 specifically like what you were saying with all these uh, sayings and slogans or whatever they're saying in the background yeah now you mentioned lazy screenwriting well it's all over the place let's 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 underline a, the first point where i decided I'm, I'm done with the film and we're a good we're only a good 10 minutes in and the, the little kid uh what's his name uh the actor lucas lucas, oh, lucas haas. haas yeah he's uh daniel right he uh he has Which I've never heard my I've never heard my son's name called more. Uh, I mean, I thought I called his name a lot just by yelling at him. I, uh-huh. I think you, you hear his name Daniel uh, re- said fifty times in this movie. Well, because he keeps running away. Jesus Christ! Stop running away, you little fuck! So he's got he he he's uh, deaf. He has this little metallic headset on that helps him hear. Yeah. So th- when he finds this Bodai glowing Lochnar ball, Lochnar. He falls and breaks it, and when he falls and breaks it, we establish that he can't hear because the soundtrack goes, and then he shakes it. It's been done, and it was, they just did it recently in um, uh, the collection. The same thing. It, it's like you're telling through the lack of audio, oh, he's deaf, and now he can't hear because he lost this. Then he walks into the cavern uh, that appeared when, when he had his accident, and he, he finds the bow eye, and when he picks it up, suddenly he can hear. Suddenly the soundtrack comes alive again, and we can hear water dripping and echoing right right and he even shouts hey 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 and he's like thrilled that's like and this is like decent average screen screenplay process of te- showing the audience telling them 
through actions that now that he's found the ball, he can hear now. I'm like, all right, whatever. Then we stop as we're close upon him as he says, I can hear now. <laughs> oh, yeah, then, they do. They do do that. And then he looks down and goes, "Because of you." Oh, <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. This is this is the level that the film is going to be. Uh, we 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 can't. We just have to assume you're you're uh, completely stupid because you're watching this. So we're going to make sure we spell everything out. And, and and let me let me let me ask you if you noticed this like I did. Maybe I'm just noticing little things that don't matter, but. Uh, why, whenever he puts the bodai in uh, the the um, the suit or the case, the box that he has, that he puts his hockey stick or lacrosse hockey stick thing there, and then closes the the lid on top of it. Is it so that bodai can breathe? Yes, because he says, uh, uh, "You know, I hope you can breathe." Now he found it in a pool. Of he water. found it in fucking water. Yeah. <laughs> right. So now. Ob- it's a kid, so I can understand that. But everybody else in the film does the same thing. Yeah. So. Especially uh, fucking James LaGrosse's character, um, who he plays Metron. It's like, he's supposed to be the smart guy. They gave him glasses and everything. Yeah. You know, they gave him, <laughs> this is one of those films where you see the guy with glasses and you think, oh, he's the smart guy. <laughs> and they didn't give him just regular glasses. They gave him the fucking Coke bottle round I'm the smart guy glasses. <sighs> they didn't want to make him too geeky. Yeah, right? And then uh, uh, the guy that plays Rabbit, the black guy, Claude Brooks, what the <laughs> fuck else has he been in? Oh, like, I Even, even as like a 13-year-old kid, I, I, he looks exactly the same as, as an adult. And I know I've seen him in other shit. He didn't really do too much stuff. A lot of TV stuff. A lot it of was TV, TV stuff. stuff, okay. That was really it, TV stuff. He's got a very recognizable face. You'd think he'd be more famous. Oh. <laughs> Poor bastard. Wonder if he's done yeah. other things other than TV, and that's how I've seen him. I don't know. know. I've only seen TV stuff. Anyway, but uh, so what ends up happening is because they they get this this orb Bodai, uh, Darstar, who's uh, played by Adrian Pasdar, who went on to do a much better film called Near Dark. Um, he steals the orb because he fe- he thinks that because it's yeah, doing all this... Yeah, why does he steal the orb? His excuse is that he saw that it was doing great things for them, making them happy, and because he's a fucking passive-aggressive fucking bipolar prick, he was going to steal it, and... Wow! What? Why, why, why is so much hate for Darstar? <laughs> Because it's not near dark. He, he was he was emo before emo was emo. So I, I you know. yeah right. He's got a fucking owl and everything. Long fucking hair. Even when they have like the picture of him, like his wanted picture, it looks like something that would have been drawn and put in a video game. They just has that look to it, but uh, or a role playing game actually. Uh, anyway, he steals it. His excuse is he steals it because he thought that it would make him happy. And of course it doesn't, it just causes more fucking chaos because now everyone's after the fucking orb because they know that it is whatever you want to call it, magical, whatever, alive. And um, they know it's dangerous and they, they want it so that they can do whatever they want with it. 
And that's basically it. He steals the orb, then they go after him. And then everyone's after them. Until the climax at the end. I mean, it couldn't be more simple. I know we say that a lot with these little films, but they're really not complex at all. It really well, is ABC and 1, 2, 3, and that's it. They try to get complex now because at one point, the one uh, when they go, after they go to the Tire Town, I'm not getting into Tire Town. Tire Town. <laughs> I'm not getting into it. Uh, it's fucking when, when tire did, town. When, when did Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome come out? Before this? Uh, I believe it was the same year. What was this? Eighty yeah. six. Yeah. Same year. Yeah. But I think uh, I think Mad Thunderdome came out first. Yeah, this came out in November of two uh, nineteen eighty six. I believe Thunderdome was a summer film. Yeah. Let so me, it, let me look it up. The, the, so I'm not going to get into Tire Town. You you have an let me just say it involves tires. Shit. Fucking Mad Max came out a year before. 85. Okay. And Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome wasn't that good either. But it, I mean, it's better than this, but it wasn't that good. And a reviewer compared this to Thunderdome and basically said that this was a poor excuse for a, it was a Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome ripoff. Now, when you call another film a ripoff of Thunderdome, the weakest of all the Mad Max films, there's a problem. And I, I don't think that's true, per se. This is... No, uh, it's just they're both a, post-apocalyptic, that's all. Exactly. It's very it, it's very basic post-apocalyptic. Nothing new. They weren't, it's a lazy they weren't, review, if you ask me. Yeah, they weren't suddenly all doing post-apocalyptic films with leather you know, straps and stuff after Mad Max. It made it popular, but they've done it before. Not, not, right. not, not, not the case. I don't think so. But anyway, they try to get complicated because when they're at Tire Town, and they get chased off by Alexi Sale, uh, the British comedian from The Young Ones, They, uh, the girl <laughs> oh, disappears. That's right. And you're like, who, who kidnapped her? T- come to find out, she's actually like, uh, was she like a princess or just the daughter of the, the leader of a group of underground uh, tribesmen who live in this freshwater paradise underground because, right. and I quote, a gl- centuries ago, a glacier was trapped under a lava flow <laughs> and it's been feeding the water it's been feeding this underground oasis with water ever since yeah and then they show them that this is the glacier it's here now now <laughs> which just looks like a piece of plastic i feel i feel kind of stupid because i have to question i'm i, I and i don't know whether i feel stupid because i'm not sure if it's possible or that because i think it's not possible Dude, it's so fucking made up. I, mean, I actually seriously. Google, I actually did a Google search for. I, 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 it hurts me. It hurts me that I actually did a Google search with the with the phrase. Can a can a glacier be stuck under a lava flow, and produce? <laughs> and I and I hit and then I was like, what what the fuck am I doing? What am I doing? <laughs> you got no hits. Because it's never fucking happened. Right. <laughs> it's completely fucking made up. And you know, when it was written, when it was written, it's like, this has never happened. So no one will be able to fucking fact check it. Check it. There you go. Mm-hmm. You're made. Got it made. This film's going to be a fucking hit. <laughs> no, it wasn't. So and I'm surprised. I'm surprised anybody actually went on to do other things after this movie. So, so I mean, but if you want to break it down into what causes the action, uh, Renegade orphans on roller skates find mystical orb Lochnar. Uh, 
little boy uh, Lochnar stolen. Little boy chases after Lochnar. Roller skate team chases after little boy. They find little boy. Lochnar stolen again. Little little boy and team go to save Lochnar. Right. Lochnar saved. Suddenly, uh, water becomes plentiful. End of right? story. And it's and, and, and it's and, and it's free now. Well, yeah. That was their big thing. The water. Uh, it's free again. The, the it, you know, and not for anything, but it's raining for all of five minutes, and they've made this grand prediction. It's like, you don't know that. Oh, no, but then know. at the end, at the end, you see them, uh, you know, running over to what I would assume is a lake, not an ocean, because you can't drink ocean water, dumbasses. But I'm assuming it's the ocean. <laughs> That's what they use for the shot. Uh, but it's like, you don't know. It's only been raining for 10 minutes. Oh, they know because... They, because oh, they, they must. Because the boat eye is part of them. And not for anything, but when they go run in this water and they go swimming, uh, it's like, do you have any idea how long it would need to rain for that to happen? To create a vast, you know, lake or ocean like that? At, at least yeah. a half an hour? It Maybe. Maybe 45 well, minutes. Dam breaks too, don't forget though. The dam breaks. The dam does break. Because the bro because the, the uh, but the, I would imagine they're nowhere near it because if they were they'd drown. Because well the, the the killer robot crashes into the computer panel so the dam breaks. Yeah, how about that robot? Could <laughs> could be the dumbest you know evil robot ever, ever. It made the fucking robot uh, from. Um, the what the fuck the the one from uh, RoboCop two seemed like fucking genius. That's because it was <laughs> compared to this. Now I didn't do any more uh, fact checking, but they grabbed two, both Jamie Gertz and Jason Patrick, both were in this that went on to go do the Lost Boys. Now when they were talking to that old guy, I swear to Christ, I thought that was Grandpa from Lost Boys. The yeah. guy that they brought the the fucking um, the the, the Lochnar orb boat eye thing to. I'm like, this is the guy from fucking Lost Boys. I go, would they do grab half of the cast from this and just put him in Lost Boys? <laughs> the Frog Brothers were much needed. Yeah, right. Oh, and and the other thing, the music, the fucking music in this film. You, you know what movie I only kept thinking of when I heard the music in this movie? No. Cheech and Chong's Corsican Brothers. Okay, I definitely wouldn't have. Uh... You need to to just rewatch some scenes from Cheech and Chong's Corsican Brothers, and let me tell you something: the fucking music is eerily similar to this. And let me, Cheech and Chong is fucking comedy. This isn't. <laughs> now, that's now, what Joey, that's what made it worse. I, I I don't want to alarm you. Uh oh. But one of our listeners has just chimed in. Uh -huh. And said that that they're only hearing my audio and not yours. Really? Yeah, I don't know. If this is true, but I have no that's... reason to think they're lying yet. Let's let's have a look. That would yes. Yeah, so this that would this be, might be that good... would be bad. Let me what? just make sure that my audio is being my audio is being picked up on on Reaper. It's being recorded. So it would... But is it transmitting to our video? <clears throat> <point? clears throat> Uh-oh. Let's see. 
Hello, hello. Is that better? Is what better? Can they hear me now? I'm checking. I bet they can. Yes, now they can. They f fucking... Goddamn fucking live stream. Why do we keep this shit? <laughs> the fucking video is useless. Welcome I to mean, live stream. Fuck live welcome stream. to live stream, everybody. The, I mean, I'm glad that the fucking audio for... Uh, for Audacity and Reaper are working, obviously. Yeah. But fucking live... I mean, I guess I can post this video with a waiver saying, hey, the first half an hour, you can't hear shit. Enjoy the can't next 20 minutes. Can't you do one of those things where you slap the audio over it? Oh, you mean... I probably could. You know how much work that's going to be? Yep. <sighs> well, you know what? It's not getting uploaded anytime soon, so... <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I have so yeah. many backlogged uh, videos that need to be uploaded first. Uh -huh. Basically, everything from episode. I have video that since we've been doing video since what? Episode 59? I think that's when we started doing video. So I have something like, or maybe 60, I have something like 55 videos that need to be uploaded. That's That's quite a bit. And they would be uploaded already if YouTube didn't have fucking tampon problems. Just everything you fucking upload gets checked and somebody's complaining about whatever and you, there's a clip from here and fucking this person doesn't like that, this company doesn't like that, you're using the music. It's like, I'm not using the music. The fucking music's in the trailer and the trailer's fucking public domain. Fuck you. So, 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 so anyway, uh, that scene where, <laughs> where uh, where James Lagrosse, uh, aka Metron, yeah. uh, there's one there's one really glaring scene where he pole vaults over the fence of the of the military complex where they have have the Bodai being tortured, right. mm -hmm. and and he uh, when he pole vaults his roller skates disappear. Oh, it's a movie mistake. <laughs> now, now you you could normally you'd be like, well, obviously they had to sit like that, so I'm sure you know they hope nobody would notice. And if they had shot at any other angle than an angle where the first thing that comes over the fence towards the camera is his feet, I would agree with that. <laughs> they, really, they literally picked the one angle where you couldn't be any more aware that he does not have roller skates on. Short of like attaching it to his knees. And then when he lands on the other side, obviously he has roller skates again. First thing that hits the ground is roller skates. It's like now, um, the it's, one it's glaring not, mistake... Well, there's it's, many it's glaring. The, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm saying all I'm saying is it's not that the mistake's there; it's that the mistake is filmed in the most obvious, revealing way possible. It's like they didn't even care. It's like, well, his his feet are gonna show. Just just film it. <laughs> just you know what time? Just film the fucking thing. Okay, fine. Sorry, <laughs> sir. Um, the, the executives have have noticed. I don't care. What are we going to do? Have someone pole vault with roller skates on? They're going to break their neck. <laughs> what are we going to have them do? Run with scissors next? Yeah, okay. Half, okay. All right. Half, half of them are suicidal as it is. They saw the dailies. Come on. Yeah. Uh, it, it, where, what I was going to mention before, it's like um, Jason goes to hell. That whole opening uh -huh. where, the, where, where the girl is running through the field, but she's supposed to be doing it barefoot. But then there's that uh, one shot where she's walking slowly, and clearly you see her in sneakers. 
Because she's like, I ain't filming this shit in, 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 in bare feet. What am I, crazy? They should have just had her run out with sneakers to begin with. Yeah, what up with that? What up with that, yo? Anyway. Anyway. Uh, anyway. All right, so we're looking at a, a 4.4 4 on Are IMDb. We done? I, Are we done? Dude, is there anything else? I like I like the whole scene where, where he uh, puts the guy's hand in and does that dune thing. Oh, right. <laughs> well, but first, he, he's got um, the one guy from the, the group that ended up with the Bodai, uh, the Bodai ball. And the one shot, he, he, he thinks he has ants or insects all over him. And they really went through the trouble to get that shit on him because it wasn't a prosthetic. It was actually a person that they had all that shit on. And uh, it was kind of creepy, to be honest. This is another film that was rated PG-13, or was it PG? Oh, it's PG. This, this get away with a PG? Had Even PG. no, it's PG thirteen. You kidding me? Yeah, it's PG thirteen. They had that dude. They had hand melting, and they had you know fucking weird insect shit on on people's faces. That was nothing. Poltergeist had more than that, and well, you can't yes. count that. You can't count that pseudo romantic scene, even though you can see right through her wet uh, uh, um, um, robes. Well, maybe they are. I, I, don't, I wonder, how old was she when this film was, was shot? And obviously, I'm talking Jamie Gertz, about... Uh, Jamie Gertz, maybe early 20s? I'm double-checking her birthday. Uh, Let's see, was she uh, six, born 65. in 66? All right, 65. so she's 21. She was 21. Right. So she's not uh, too young. But I, like, there's, a, there's a brief second where, where they, she stands up and the lighting's behind her and it's going right through. And I'm, I, was like, and I, I had to wonder for a moment, did they tell her? Does it look like that on film, or? <laughs> yeah, no. Jamie Gertz. I never had anything. I never had any a thing for her ever. Even when she was supposed to be perceived as like super hot in the Lost Boys. Yeah, yeah. I never did. I, I'm, I'm the same so that's way. That's me. Yeah. I, I agree. I can't buy me love. She was in Can't no. Buy Me Love? Oh, she was in This Can't Be Love. I read too quickly. Sorry. Oh, God. I still haven't seen Less Than Zero, so I have to, I have to see that. Oh, really? Yeah. That's no, the one with I, Robert I, Downey Jr., right? Where he's a junkie? Mm-hmm. Less Than Zero. It's the one with Robert Downey Jr. where he's a junkie? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one. I think uh, his friend is Charlie Sheen. Ha, ha, ha. I think so. Fucking less than zero. Sure. Yeah, Charlie Sheen is the voice of reason in that fucking movie. There you go. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? This is the first time for everything. Yeah. Now, um, uh, what else? Roller babies. I have to say one thing. Uh, I, I was watching this with Holly, and oh, I'm wrong. Uh, when it's I... Andrew Ma- Andrew McCarthy. Sorry. There you go. And and when uh, we started it up, and they have all the roller skating going on, she said, "This is just like Xanadu, isn't it?" Says no, it's not going to be Xanadu. So if they start singing, I'm uh, we're, we're not watching this anymore. Says, no, there's not music in the film. It's not like that. We're not going to be watching Xanadu. Yeah. When the when when they get to the scene where the military guys crash the gypsy camp, if you catch it ever so briefly, when the when the like the tanks or whatever the hell they are, the the assault vehicles smash uh-huh. into the town, they knock over a house or like a, a tent. And behind that tent, for a good, like, five, three seconds, there's a billboard. And what's on that billboard? Fucking Xanadu. 
Xanadu. <laughs> like, motherfucker. I mean, this, this, I had to open my mouth. See, <laughs> I lied. There's Xanadu. No, you, you got me. This is just like Xanadu. There's the name right there. Yep. Uh, and it's, it's 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 like BMX Bandits too, where where since they're on roller skates, everywhere they go is roller skate accessible. Was uh, Solar Babies a Disney film? No, I don't think so. It's too bad to be as well. Actually, that's that's wrong. It's not too I mean, bad. I mean, because Xanadu was produced by Disney, wasn't it? Uh, Xanadu. I don't know. You know what? I don't fuck. No, we reviewed Metro- Xanadu so long ago. This is not a Disney film. It was produced uh, by Met- Metro Golden Mayer and Brooke right. Films. Okay. Now, now the film grossed a total of fifteen, uh, one point five million. It cost seven and a half. Yes. <laughs> Poor bastards. And this is one of those films that disappeared too. It only got cable play on Cinemax. <laughs> So it's would, it's not like I the would, days of now where they sell it everywhere and they make their money back. Like nothing's ever a bomb anymore. I wonder why it disappeared. Yeah. This was one of those really hard to find, even today, hard to find movies. I wonder if Xanadu is Metro Golden Mayor. Let's see if they're MGM. I mean it then, wasn't actually a, it wasn't actually a billboard of the film Xanadu, but it said Xanadu. Xanadu was uh, Universal Pictures. So there you go. No connection whatsoever. Oh, well. None. Not at all. But they, but you know what? Somebody connected the two because it's like, well, we're, we got roller skates. Maybe it was that whole uh, Wes Craven, Sam Raimi thing. What? Except the whole Wes Craven, Sam Raimi thing. When do they do Xanadu? <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh... Back back when I was a kid, and correct me if I'm wrong, I used to watch uh, late night MTV where they used to show clips from horror films all the time. Do you remember this? Uh, maybe. It was the one, they had the video, uh, it was like a claymation video of like a hand coming out of a grave, and it was like a tree in the background. Yes, I do remember this. Okay, they used to show that late night on MTV. And they used to show clips from horror films all the time, like Evil Dead 2, Evil Dead, Nightmare on Elm Street, all of that shit. Anything 80s horror, because that's when the time period was. So they would interview like Wes Craven and Sam Raimi and all of these guys making all these horror films. And they said there was a thing that um, when Sam Raimi and, and Wes Craven used to make their films, they used to sneak a movie poster of the opposing... Uh, film in their movie like i think sam raimi said that he had somewhere in the car bruce campbell's car ash's car a ripped up poster of hills have eyes no no that's not what it is uh it's it's it was when in the in in evil dead uh they had they they put a poster in the in like in the, in the the house was it in the house of the Hills Have Eyes, yes. Was it the? I thought in one of the the two films, evil or one of the three Evil Dead films. I think obviously first and second. I don't think they did an Army of Darkness. They had a ripped up poster in the trunk of the car. Not in the trunk of the car. It's, it's Evil Dead Two, and it's in the, it's in the house. It is in the house. Okay, I yes. thought it was the trunk of the car. Why? I vividly remember trunk of right, the car. Right, because in in Nightmare on Elm Street, there's like a, uh, an Evil Dead poster, I think, or Jaws poster, or something. Like, I think it was Jaws. Jo- it was Jaws, and that and that's right. kind of like and. 
and, and 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 Sam Raimi said, well, they, they they felt that he did that on purpose to kind of say, well, you think that's horror? This is horror. And so right. Sam Raimi was like, well, fuck it, we'll do the same thing. We'll put Nightmare on Elm Street up here and say, here's the real horror. <laughs> so where that whole long, you know, the story was maybe they're like, well, if you like think this is a roller skating movie, <laughs> wait do you see Solar Babies? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that's anymore, dude. If you thought that was gay, <laughs> wait till you see them doing the boat, the boat eye circle. The boat eye circle. Look, he's in all of us. The fucking Corsican Brothers music. Oy. And that film came out two years before this. For whatever reason, I thought Corsican Brothers was an older film, but apparently it's almost 30 years old. Jesus Christ. <sighs> Charles Durning. What the fuck were you thinking? I think Charles Durning's like, well, direction was, all right, so what do you want me to do with the scene? Well, uh, besides my lines. I mean, what's my motivation? Your motivation is to sweat. <laughs> yeah. He's like, what? listen, guys, uh, I got to go make tough guys, like, right after this. Can we speed this shit up? We're going to take your large, uh, <laughs> aging ass, put you in the middle of the uh, desert. I think it was Mex. I think they filmed in Mexico. Uh, it says in the trivia section. I, th- I think they filmed in Mexico or Spain. It was in Spain. We're going to put you in the middle of the Spanish desert. I wonder why it costs you're, you're gonna, $7.5 million. And you're going to... No, it's probably why it costs less than $7.5 million. And you're going to sweat your ass off until you drop, and then we'll yell cut. Hmm. That's why Charles Durden doesn't move during any of his scenes. He just kind of like stands there. like uh, He just gets the words out, and after the, when they say cut, he just like collapses, and they bring like a waving pool over and roll him into it. <laughs> Uh, you're right, it was filmed in Spain. It said it was selected for its abundant desert landscape. And it says, ironically, production was held up for several weeks due to, of all things, rain. Great. You go to a, you go to a country where it has vast deserts, and that area that does nothing but fucking rain. Should have picked their deserts better. Well, deserts do that. Same thing happened when uh, Terry Gilliam was trying to shoot the... Uh Don Quixote movie that ended up getting scrapped. They were out in the middle of the desert, and while they're filming, flash rain, and literally, like, cameras and shit washed away. <laughs> oh, God. Like, it, 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 you know, that it was a that was a production doomed from the start, and that was, like, the final science. You know what? God just hates you guys. You better wrap it up. It's like, Terry. Terry, you're a hit-or-miss guy. It's obviously a miss. Let's fucking get out. Miss. He's a hit-or-miss depending on whether his producer is smart or not. That's right. We've talked about that before. Yeah, whenever he has as uh, whenever he has a producer that's like not hip or not on on the ball, that's just like just like is used to just slumming it. Everything goes wrong. He needs someone smart to tell him what he can't do. And and you can see yeah. that through his films. Which ones were the purchase like uh, like Time Bandits? They they had that whole scene with the spider cave and the la- spider lady with the eyes on stuff. And you, like the producer, like, listen, we don't have the money. You can't do it. Says, all right, we'll work around it. And thanks to that, we have that lovely scene with the, with the glass wall. Oh, that whole scene was because of that. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Then you That's get cool. like when Adventures of Baron Munchausen, where they're like, where the producers are like, okay, we'll get you that, we'll get you that, and then everything goes wrong. Yeah, it's amazing I mean, that movie is as good as it is with all the problems they had making it. Yeah, but I, I think it's because he, he, I don't know. I just uh, I just downloaded Tideland. I'm gonna finally watch that. Oh really? I haven't seen yeah. that myself. I, I've heard it's, it's god awful. Really? I've heard it's amazingly god awful. So I'm, I'm dying to see it. 
That's one of uh, that's that's a new film by him, right? That was the most recent one. He's got a new one coming out uh, soon. I forget what it is. Now, uh, wait a minute. Did you see the one that he did, the the actual last performance of Heath Ledger, that film? No, I've not seen that. Because I think people wanted to review it well because it was the last film Heath Ledger was in. Like, really? Uh, but I don't think it did. Oh, there's a new trailer for the new Hobbit film. Oh, good. The Desolation of Smog. Yeah. Poster looks pretty interesting. I, I gotta say, uh, I... I... <laughs> what? Watching, um, watching Solar Babies, at the end, he, he brings... Uh, 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 Richard Jordan brings the Bodai. Jesus, Thailand the... was done eight years ago. He brings the Bodai to the evil... Uh, like, to this evil scientist at the military base... Uh-huh. And she's gonna, and she's gonna like tear this thing apart. She's so delectably evil. And say, this, you know, here's my robot, and it, it can see on a molecular level. It knows how to tear it apart. And I'm it watching it. It loves and I'm like, it. Like, you look familiar. Who is this lady? This is a chick from Superman Two. This chick from Superman Two, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I noticed that immediately. No, she's wearing all white. It threw me off. Well, yeah, because she's wearing nothing but black and red in uh, Superman Two. Now. Thailand is eight years old. Yes. Well, it's not his latest. His latest is uh, it's coming out in 2013. It's called the Zero Theorem. That's theorem. 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 Zero theorem. theorem. Yeah, that's okay. uh, uh, that's the new one that's just coming out now. Yeah, that's what I was talking it's in, about. It's in post production. Right. And the film after that is the Imaginarium of Doctor Parnassus, which is the last film Heath Ledger was in. No, I thought it was the Before other one that died. already came out. No, no, I thought they were they were already released. Oh, I saw some of Tideland. It <laughs> is fucking terrible, dude. I I I made it a point to to watch some of this, and I couldn't do it. I think you're I one was of the just, people that told me it sucks. I dude, I I remember this is the little girl with the fucking house in the field and. The, the grandfather, and, and he's a... Oh, dude, this is... Whew, whoa. Bad. I, I, I'll con- congratulate you if you, can get, if you can make it through. I'm, I'm going to try. I'm telling you, I, I was flipping through channels, and it came on. I'm like, oh, okay, this is that new Terry Gilliam film. I'm going to try and watch this. Not good. You could see that he's trying to do some old-school Terry Gilliam things. And he just gets caught up in his fucking hat. And that's it. It's done. Not good. <laughs> not but, but good. Definitely not as good as Solar Babies. Definitely not. I'd watch Solar Babies twice before I see that. What is this? Schwarzenegger has confirmed that he's going to be the Terminator again? Well, yeah. What else is he going to do? King Conan, telling you, no, that's a, that's coming. If he's gonna be the Terminator again, he's gonna be not, fucking Conan again. It's not, it's not. They're not that smart. Sorry, I want to, I, I want to see King Conan. I know you do. It's not gonna happen. I'm sorry. I apologize. <sighs> You're probably right. Is there anything else to cover with Solar Babies? You got roller skating. You got evil lacrosse. You got the the pseudo Nazi fascist regime that hoards all the water. And has robots specifically designed to tear apart magical balls. 
Uh, you've got the pseudo uh, pseudo sexless sex scene with Jason Patrick and Jamie Gertz. Yeah, where you see more of his abs than anything else. Yeah, but he's she's she's covered in this white flowing robe. He's like stripped down to the stripped down to the waist. Like, see, I work out. See, this is why I'm going to be on Twenty One Jump Street. See, <laughs> it, it, it's 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 kind of sad. And uh, what what am I missing? Uh, you've got Tire Tire Town. And then uh, more roller skating, and then the underwater glacier f- covered by lava flow, which I'm pretty sure can't happen, uh, at least not to, to the extent where thousands of years later it'd still be funneling water into. I, I don't. I don't. Uh, Bruce yeah. Payne is in it. Bruce Fucking Payne is in it. Dungeons and Dragons. Bruce Payne, <laughs> the fucking well, guy with the leg- blue lipstick. He was with Alexi Sale. It was the two British guys. They yeah, got the film. yeah, yeah, yeah. Malice and uh, Dodger. Which, which was definitely because of Mad Max. That was a rebuff. Oh, absolutely. We need some British people in this. We're in Spain. Where are we going to find fucking British people? Well, Alexi Sale's available. Of course he's available. <laughs> yeah. What else is he doing? I Peter DeLuise before he went on to do 21 Jump Street. When they show, that's the best part. When they, Lexi Sale, when they show it, they're they're the mili- the 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 attack vehicles are rolling back into the military base, and Lexi Sale and like three or four other British guys are are like yelling at the jeeps and, and like shaking. And, and, and so, wait a minute, are they bullying the military? <laughs> <laughs> Leave it to the British guys. They're like standing outside of a military base, talking smack to them to the fence. <laughs> <laughs> And no one's telling them like to go away, right? <laughs> just, just ignore them and they'll leave. Ah, <laughs> uh, all right. So the film is four point four on IMDb. Uh-huh. I have no problem just giving it a, just a four. Three. Three. You know why I have to go three instead of four? Why is that? I can hear now. <laughs> Because of you. Yeah, uh, well, you know what? Hey, three or four, it's pretty fucking bad either way. But you know what? The film needs to be brought down. It's it's a little too close to average. It's only .6 away from being considered average. This is not an average film. This is well below average. We need it, to bring it down. You're right. Three it is. This is one of those films where you need to seriously ask yourself, besides the kids in the film who uh, are can be forgiven for not understanding it what mm-hmm. adult was involved in this movie that oh excuse me uh part i apologize that's not uh, scre- uh podcast worthy what <laughs> which which of these adults charles durning could not have been on that set thinking well this is going to turn out to be a good film no no richard jordan did not finish the scenes and go well can't wait to see the dailies on that no this is a film where everybody involved has to realize that this is complete shit from the minute they read the script to when they take the role, nobody on this set is thinking this is going to break records. No, <laughs> no, they're hoping it'll yeah. break even, which it didn't. You never know. They they probably had high hopes for it. They were probably hoping for word of mouth. They said, "Ah, there's been worse shit than this." It really hasn't. Even even set design, even costume department. Costume department was the first where they were the first people to know this film was going to suck. Say wait wait, wait. so you, so you just want like hockey pads with stars and stripes painted on them? Yeah, well, well, and what, and what, what was with uh, Richard Jordan's outfit in this? He did everything but fucking goose step. Well, <laughs> it, it, to, to, in order to portray proper fascism, you have to wear the uniform. I guess so. 
<laughs> and then he, and then he kills Charles Durning's flowers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's, he's That's using right. His water, he's using his water ration to, to, to water, like, begonias in the middle of the desert. And, and Charles Richard Jordan walks up there and is like, heat stick, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> didn't even step on him. I'm, or, I'm, or how about the best line... Oh, I was thinking, I the best the line in the film comes from Richard Jordan when he goes over to the little kid and couldn't be any more creepy when he says, is this your ball? <laughs> <laughs> I, Dude, creeped out when he did it. <laughs> creeped out. Is this your ball? I think he actually said, is this your ball, kid? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, a, I got chocolate and puppies in the back. Oh, it's like, Whoa. Don't forget when they're in their little in, when they're in their little secret clubhouse and they're playing yeah. with the bow tie first and 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 uh, and Jamie Gertz like can I touch it? <laughs> it glows. Touch, touch the ball. Touch um, the ball. But I, I think ball. my I, I don't remember the film that much from a kid until I watched it again. So I forgot I I forgot about the flower thing. But I but when he walks up on the steps like he's gonna step on those flowers. He's like no, that's not evil enough. Heat stick, die. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck your flowers. <laughs> he's he's the bad guy. He's the bad guy. <laughs> he killed flowers. <laughs> All that was prick. missing was like like a tear rolling down Charles Durning's face. <laughs> it, well, it was masked by sweat. <laughs> Even if he was crying, <laughs> yeah. he couldn't see it. <laughs> he probably was crying. <laughs> this is take seventeen. What the fuck? <laughs> you okay, Charles? I'm fine. It's fucking ninety-seven degrees in the shade. It's 104. The fuck's wrong with you people? Can't you what, see what? I have a problem? Whenever I'm watching a <laughs> film like this and you get you get somebody like as, as famous as Charles Durning, all I can think of is what's going through his mind. Like, what film is he thinking about? Like, it was like with Peter O'Toole when he was in Supergirl. All you can think right. of is like when they say cut every now and then. It's like, you know, I was, you know, I was in Lawrence of fucking Arabia, right? <laughs> He's like, you know, I was the voice in the opening scenes of Scarface, right? Oh, forget that. Like, you, you, any, you see Charles Durning snap in the middle of a take. Have any of you motherfuckers seen the sting? <laughs> or how about tough guys? I'm in that shit. I'm filming it now. I know it's better than this crap. <laughs> fucking Kirk Douglas does. Uh, he does fucking jumping jacks like a fucking champ. Gets a 20 year old. I'm in that movie. Burt Lancaster, Grapes of Wrath. Eat it. I'm naming films that I'm not in. Say, <laughs> <laughs> like, I miss Tootsie. I miss Tootsie. I miss Tootsie. <laughs> you what? <laughs> Anything that makes the best little whorehouse in Texas seem like a good career choice. Is Charles Dern Durning still alive? No, he died last year. Oh. oh. No, he died just a few months ago. He died on Christmas Eve. Wow. December 24th, 2012. Just a mere, what is that, five months ago? Six months ago. I'm surprised they haven't re-released this just, just to commemorate his passing. Oh, that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> Did they he mention was... that? In, 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 how, I, I want to find the one uh, announcement of his death to say, you remember him from Super ba some Solar Babies. <laughs> Super Babies. Super Babies. Super Babies. <laughs> what? Actually, the three times, three times when I was typing on our our, our uh, Facebook and our uh, Tumblr, just posting pictures about the film and videos and stuff, three times right. I accidentally typed and had to erase Roller Babies. 
Because <laughs> they're on fucking roller skates the whole film. Why was it? That's right, roller, roller babies. I I have this weird gut feeling that at one point it was roller babies. And they're like, those roller blades aren't going to catch on. <laughs> no, because they were still on skates. Well, I'm saying I, I just feel like that at some point they changed it for some reason from roller babies. I guess maybe because they thought uh, roller skating wasn't as big as a fad in 86 as it was in uh, 73. Uh, so I just I just have this weird feeling that somebody said, fuck it, call it solar babies. What, <laughs> why does that make sense? Why does the being on roller skates make sense? Solar babies it is. You know, Charles Charles Durning was nominated for two Oscars just a mere three and two years before he did this. How the fuck could he have been like, all right, what do you got for me? Because I know I didn't win. He couldn't have been, you know, on a downward spiral because he didn't win. He was nominated in 1983 uh, for Best Actor. No, for Best Little Whorehouse in Texas. And then he was was nominated for an Oscar. Yeah. Then he was nominated for Best Actor in a Supporting Role for To Be or Not To Be. I, I thought... Oh, I, oh I they're both supporting roles. They're both supporting roles. But he, I, thought he, I thought he got an Oscar nomination for Tootsie. He didn't? Um, Could have no. sworn he did. I'm looking at Am his resume. He might have got another, like a Golden Globe nomination for it. Somebody got an Oscar nomination for Best was, Little Whorehouse in Texas? Yeah. Apparently, I need to watch this film. Is that the one with Burt Reynolds and uh, uh, Dom uh, Dom DeLuise? Uh, He's probably in that too. Fucking Dolly Parton. I know. Yeah, Dom DeLuise is in it. (laughs) Of course he is. I haven't fucking seen that movie in twenty five years. No, I know what the film is. I think I have to revisit it and (laughs) see why an Oscar. I I wasn't saying what it was. I was just saying who was in it. That's all. You know, you were you were you were saying as if I didn't didn't like recognize the film. That's all. No, I was asking you to kind of remind me. Why best little horror house in Texas? Yeah, I go. Was I said? Isn't that the film with Burt Reynolds and Dolly Parton? That's yeah. It. Don't you know that? No, I mean I knew it because subconsciously I know this shit, but I don't remember. I saw that movie twenty five years ago, thirty years ago. He was also in Dark Knight of the Scarecrow, which I have a copy of, but I haven't watched it. Oh, it's I've made for TV though, so we can't. Never heard that. of it. I hate TV movies. That's why I've never seen it. Yeah, well, we have to do Killdozer because one of our, uh, one of our. Um, we can do listener, Killdozer. I watched a little do, bit of it. It's interesting. I, I I've got I I'm getting a copy of the uh, short story. I got a copy of it on, on an ebook. It's based on a novella called okay. Killdozer. So I want to read it first, and then we can. I, I want to review the book and the movie. That's fine. <laughs> Definitely do that. Wonder if Stephen. Uh, wonder if that's Stephen can get the idea for maximum overdrive. God, maybe. Uh, so are we good with a three? We're good with a three. All right, I'll 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 put it in. Hang on one second. The official vote is three stars. Take that, Bodai. <laughs> I have to sign in. I'm not signed in. Jesus. I just I'm signed in now. I signed in with. Uh, oh There we go. Movie. Movie Sucktastic votes three stars. There is a lame picture of Jason Patrick and Jamie Gertz hugging each other. I saw that. I almost posted it. Oh, God. Is this that's terrible? Now, I, I, uh, since we're on IMDb, as He's I like to point out. He's already losing his hair at age, what, 22? The, um, they break or down plastic. the... the uh, well, yeah, of course he is. 
they uh, they break down the the uh, what do you call it? Um, uh, the different age groups and stuff. What the hell is that called? Demographics. It, they break down the demographics oh, okay. of all the votes. Mm-hmm. Highest votes. Seven, uh, the, the highest number of the highest vote number percentage, I guess, is uh, 7.0. One person gave it seven stars. Wow. It was a female under the age of 18. Oh, watch Lost Boys much. That that's the highest rating it's got as far as averages. The highest because it's one, so of course it's average is uh, seven. Uh, the under that. We're looking at the next highest average is females age 30 to 44. Give it 5.5 stars. <laughs> Lowest rating, one, one star given by one male under the age of 18. Okay. And next up is... Uh, next up above that would be males age 45 and over. Give it 4.2 stars. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Highest <laughs> number of votes overall... Was uh, one thousand two hundred one thousand two hundred thirty-seven men voted the film average of four point three stars. And males age thirty to forty. Uh, I'm sorry, thirty to forty-four. There was a thousand thirty-six votes, four point five average. Right. So Oof. women like this more than men. Across the yeah. board, women like this film more than men. I wonder why. Yeah. Women. Women are silly. There's only one female character in the whole fucking movie. <laughs> no, two. Don't forget the star, the super, Superman oh, 2. God. She has such a small part, and it's near. It's the end of the movie, too. Alright, so what's my movie challenge? Do you have it? Yes, I do. Alright, should I try and guess it? Yes, you should. Can I get a hint? I'm going by theme theme so it's po- post-apocalyptic is it or red it could be steel kids is it or red it could steel be kids with patrick skates. swayze kids with roller skates what it could or is yeah it, it doesn't have to be post-apocalyptic it could be kids on roller skates it could be all right so what's the theme roller skates or post-apocalyptic uh maybe roller skates oh <laughs> uh, what, what could it be it's roller skates. It's, it's people roller on roller skates. skates. And it's not Xanadu. Because we've done Z- Xanadu. Well, we've done Xanadu already. All right, so it's um, not Xanadu. Trying to think of roller skating films. Can't now, think of Initially, I was going to do post-apocalypse and give you Space Hunter Adventures in the Forbidden Zone. Ooh. But I was like, is that bad enough? <laughs> so we're going to go with Kids on Roller Skates. And that narrows it down a bit. So I'll give you I'll give you a guess. I'm not I'm drawing a blank on other movies with roller skates as the theme. Really? Yeah, and, and, and well the thing is I'm thinking, I'm I'm seeing it in my head, but I'm but I'm not, if that makes think, any sense. Think Linda Blair. Oh fuck. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we haven't she, done this. She she was so the one where she wears the really tight shorts, right? Yes. Fuck. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure we haven't done this. Um, I can't think of the name of the film. God damn it! I, I I see. I see it in my head. You know, I see it, and I just Start- I see her in those fucking shorts. I do. 
teamed up with a uh, roller skating pro in his only film uh, film appearance. We're talking about Roller Boogie, 1979. Fucking Roller Boogie. Roller Boogie. Can we even get this? Yes. Okay, and it was yes. released theatrically. I, I, I have a copy of this. <laughs> no, you don't. Do you really? Yeah. Yes, I do. I'm pretty sure I do. I watched Roller it recently, Boogie. so I, I know I... I, I don't I think I've it. ever actually seen this. I, I saw it as a kid, and I rewatched it this past year... If I don't have a copy, I watched it on Netflix streaming. I know I've seen it. So in recently, very, very recently. Oh, so currently yeah. three point six on the IMDB rating system. Even lower than Solar Babies. It's worse than Solar Babies. Mark Lester. What else has he done? Did Commando, Firestarter, Showdown in Little Tokyo, and Class of nineteen eighty four. Ooh. I, I watch any of those. Really? Class of 1984? Sure. That's all right. Better, better than this. Well, yeah. He's currently making a film for 2014 called Poseidon Rex. Oh. Yeah, directed He also video. did okay. Class of 1999, which I yeah, which I believe was the sequel. Yes, that was the sequel. Yes. And I think it was re- uh, I think it was uh, as, as well received as Wilbur Boogie. Yeah, class of 1984, 6.4 on IMDb. Yeah, I remember that being good. I remember class of 1999 blowing chunks. Yeah. So, roller boogie. Roller boogie. We got to boogie it on down. Bastard. We've we've done we've done Xanadu, and we've done Can't Stop the Music. There's there's no reason not to do roller boogie. I just, it'll be our trilogy. Yeah. Well, no. That we we'd have to do another roller skate film in order to have a, like a trilogy. We have to have the roller skate trilogy. What would be the third one? It's a third film with the theme of roller skates. Oh, that's Are right. There... It would be a third film because with Xanadu, then Solar Babies, and now this. Yeah. So that's yeah. right. It is part. And it it's not. It, it is. It is roller skates, four wheeled skates. Yes. You know. So not that play I mean, shit. Not that play, <laughs> which is the better skate, but we won't get into that. What else has this guy done? Steel Arena, Truck Stop Women, White House Madness. <laughs> uh, he did Armed and Dangerous. Oh, God. He did. I like Armed and Dangerous. <laughs> I do. Does, doesn't mean it's a good movie. 5.2 on IMDb. That's too low for Armed and Dangerous. It should be at least a 6. No, it belongs there. It, I, no, they, come on. The scene where they go to the fucking uh, the fucking dump and those guys come out and say, we've been here for a long time. <laughs> they fucking got radiation poisoning and they're dying. They're losing <laughs> teeth and hair. They're dying. <laughs> my, my, my favorite part of that film, my favorite line, was I think it was in the trailers too, is that, oh, I got my Christmas goose, I got my Christmas goose early. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying it's not a fun movie. It's, it's not a fun. good movie. No, it's not you, good, but it is fun. What are you hauling? Rocket fuel. <laughs> Come on, get in here, Slim. <laughs> he calls him Slim like ten times. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I know what you're doing. <laughs> he doesn't say that, but I knew. 
growing up as a as a fat kid, I'm like, I know what this guy's doing. <laughs> this guy's an asshole. He's just disguised as a nice guy. Uh, all right. <laughs> Is it time? We I think it's we're time. done. It's time. I think we're. I think we're we're solar baby babied out. I think so. Uh, all right. Uh, thank you everybody for joining us for Movie Sucktastic episode one hundred and thirteen. Uh, they just keep on the hits keep on coming. All right. You can go to our website at moviesucktastic.com and you can download all of our episodes there, or you can watch us live uh, from the website when half of the show is not. You know, my voice isn't coming through. You can go to iTunes and you can download the show there and leave us reviews. You can also call us and leave us voicemail at 908-514-4470. You can email us at themovieguys at moviesucktastic.com. You can go to our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash moviesucktastic, which is where we post all of our episodes to download as well, plus trailers, and when we can, the full movies of the, of the movies we review. And, and uh, that pr- uh, pretty much does it. I, I just want to double, double, uh, I just want to. Double down. <sighs> fuck me. I just want to mention again, we do have a Tumblr that's going and we have, we're adding posts to it. So please check in our Tumblr page. It's yes. moviesucktastic.tumblr.com. I think that's correct. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. You can watch us live there. You can watch our posts, our movie posters, stills from the films, videos, and whatever else fucking amuses us is up there. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us. We'll talk to you next week. And just remember, that's your ball, kid. (laughs) Is that your ball, kid? (laughs) Can I I play with your ball? Can I? Can I touch it? Your ball is glowing. You should probably see a doctor. Joey, Joey. Yeah. I can hear. I can hear my ball <laughs> it finally dropped damn it you beat me to it that's it we're done <laughs> all right everybody bye bye bye